0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, April sixteenth, twenty nineteen. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, thirty under thirty winner, aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco, aka the engaged one at Tim Gettys. What Tim, host?
1: How are you, Tim? Fantastic. Welcome back to you? the show.
0: I'm great. It's been a while.
1: It has been. I feel like we have Like I don't know. No, I think was Friday, on Friday? Friday. That was a long time ago for us. in, you know? in kind of funny years. That yeah. was quite a while ago. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well. You're Good day what? for me to be on. I'm excited about. I this. I know, right? There's a lot. I of mean, of we talk have a about. chock
0: full of Roper report here. There's a whole bunch going on before then,
1: though. Hey, nice shirt. Thank you. KindofFunny.com/slash/store. The kind of funny brand right shirt now. is back in heather gray. Now, it's hard to tell on the the camera right now. Can you cut to my one? Is that a thing that we can do? Uh,
0: hold on. Does Bear Bear? Does Boss Baby know how to cut to the one? Good questions. Well, no? No, so does he? He's running around doing
1: things. I mean, he said no. It it's it's all good. We didn't need to do it all, but yeah, it's like a charcoaly, heathered gray. So it's not just normal, because yeah, like I showed Gia. She's like, oh, don't we don't you already have that? I'm like, yeah, it's the same design, but like, even that's not like showing it off in its like fullest capacity. You know what I mean? Sure. This is a tight shirt. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> good you know enough, kind like of S-I right, you... Ooh, I'm spitting all over myself. Slash store. And ladies
0: and gentlemen, you can stay right here to find that's out nice. all about. The first details on PlayStation 5, the release date for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and confirmation from Sony that they are, in fact, cracking down on sexually explicit content, Content. because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. There, you can ask us questions, give us your bad PSN... I'm sorry. I can't get over that they're gone. Bad PSN names gone forever. Oh. It's, it's so been sad. years of my life chronicling yeah. them, begging Shuhei to stop. There's only good ones left now. Apparently. Uh, and anything else under the video game sun? Then you can watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you today. The Vancouver meet and greet is next for the Kind of Funny World Tour. We will see you Saturday, May 4th. You can get all the details at kindoffunny.com slash events.
1: Remember when that felt like it was so far away? I'm looking at the (laughs) the calendar right now. It's not that far away. It's not that far away. Everything's happening.
0: It's all on top of us. Avengers, one week
1: to go. Holy shit. dude. Let's do it.
0: Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tom Bach, Blackjack, James Davis, and Mohammed Mohammed. Mm -hmm. Today we're brought to you by Robin Hood and Third Love, but I'll tell you about that later because there's no time to waste. Mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get in to what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
1: <laughs> time
0: for some new Five items on the Roper
1: Report. A it! I'll tell
0: you now, pack a lunch because they're all long. Number one, the first details on the PlayStation 5 are here officially. This is not a leak. Sony went and talked To Peter Rubin over at Wired, he sat down talked to Mark Cerny for a long, long interview. I'm going to give you four paragraphs at the very beginning, a too-long, didn't-read section, and then pulled quotes from it. Everybody ready? Yeah! Let's go. Mark Cerny would like to get one thing out of the way right now. The video game console that Sony has spent the past four years building is no mere upgrade. You'd have good reason for thinking otherwise sony and microsoft both extended the current console generation via a mid-cycle refresh with the xbox one and playstation 4 spawning mini sequels parentheses the xbox one x and the playstation 4 pro quote the key question cerny says is whether the console adds another layer to the sorts of experiences you already have access to or if it allows for fundamental changes in what can- what ga- what a game can be end quote the answer in this case is the latter it's why we're sitting here secreted away in a conference room at Sony's headquarters in Foster City, California where Cerny is finally detailing the inner workings of the as yet unnamed console that will replace the PlayStation 4. The next-gen console, as he refers to it repeatedly, won't be landing in stores at any time in 2012. Here's where you get to the too long didn't read section, alright, of what is the bullet points from this article of what's happening in it. PlayStation 5 or whatever they will call it, which they probably will call it the PlayStation 5. AMD Zen 2 CPU. Navi GPU. It's going to use ray tracing. It's going to have 3D audio. It is going to be PlayStation VR compatible uh, the PlayStation VR gets brought up in this, but Cerny will not comment on there being a second generation. But he does say the headset will work with the PlayStation 5 or whatever they're going to call it. PlayStation 4 backwards compatibility. It will have a physical disk drive. It's going to have a f- super fast system drive, which we'll get to in a bit because I think SSD. it's the most exci- exciting thing. And then 8K output. Uh, this is from somebody, uh, I think the PlayStation VR news I follow on Twitter. They gave the bullet point part of it. If you want to get into the nuts and bolts, first off, everyone should go to Riot, Wired and read this article. Mm-hmm. However, if you go to the kind of funny subreddit, I'm kind of funny best friend up there, put down a detailed breakdown of, hey, I am a tech guy. Here's, Here's what, what all these means. GPUs and teraflops and things mean.
1: But No, no flops, no flop talk. No flop no talk. No flop talk today. Uh, but I'm just going to call it
0: all flop talk when it's there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Flop talk. Car t- that's the only thing to take down car talk, I think, mm-hmm. on the games flop and hobbies. Talk. Flop talk. Flop talk. Alright, let's get back to some bullet point paragraphs where I get into a large section, alright? I mentioned ray tracing over there, right? While ray tracing is a staple of Hollywood visual effects and is beginning to worm its way into high-end processors, and NVIDIA's recently announced RTX Line, no game console has been able to manage it yet. Uh, when they were talking about this ray tracing, they are talking about the way it uses light, right? And so water effects, effects, and yeah, it's going to be able to do this. You to know, have better visuals in a very specific sense. Uh, going on, uh, the AMD chip also includes a custom unit for 3D audio that Cerny thinks will redefine what sound can do in a video game. Quote, as a gamer, he says, it's been a little bit of a frustration that audio did not change too much between PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 with the next console the dream is to show how dramatically different the audio experience can be when we apply significant amounts of hardware horsepower to it End quote Uh, from there they go on to talk about because I don't think I have this paragraph in here right no, here it is. The result, Cerny says, will make you feel more immersed in the game as as sounds come at you from above, from behind, and from the side. While the effect will require no external hardware, it will work through TV speakers and visual sound surround sound. Uh, he allows
1: that the gold standard will be headphone audio. I imagine that visual surround sound is supposed to say virtual surround sound.
0: You'd think so. This is directly from the article, but yeah. I would agree with you on that one, too. Uh, and it goes on to talk about the, the next paragraph there. Is, he's like, this should... Uh, sound ring true or you know makes sense to anybody who uses playstation vr or i'm sorry vr in general they're talking about presence like you're mm-hmm. there right and i we've had I definitely had those experiences you always go you you go, you go out of your way tim to go to dolby theaters right where it is that everything's like which
1: pinpointed to you which is important to point out xbox one already has Oh, right yeah. now, Dolby Atmos support. Uh, whether you have, whether it's with headphones or any anything they're saying right now, Xbox One already has. You have to pay fifteen dollars for it, though. You use that one, though, yeah? Because do you notice it's the awful. difference? Oh my god, it's fantastic yeah. when the games are optimized for it. Otherwise, it it's super gimmicky and bad. But that's going to be the case no matter what. Um, but yeah, certain games like I, it wasn't amazing for me with Resident Evil Two, yeah, uh, which was upsetting because you want that game. Out of anything to have the kind of spatial awareness um Devil May cry five was fantastic though oh really so Devil May cry will come up later in another Sunday story
0: um here's now earlier today this is all broke you know what i mean I re, i'm reading on the train I'm reading on the bus because uh, i have to take a train and a bus uh barrett that walks into work today and he's oh my god and he saw me working on this and he's like hey like does any of this blow your skirt up are you excited about any of this stuff and i'm like the only thing that really excites me is the following section And I'm excited about all this cool new shiny box, but you know me and tech, whatever. Here's where it gets really exciting if you ask me, though. Uh, We're talking, 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 and then. Starting in the fall of 2015, when Cerny first began talking to developers about what they'd want from the next generation, he heard it time and time again. I know it's impossible, but can we have an SSD? Solid-state drives have been available in budget laptops for more than a decade, and the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 both offer external SSDs that claim to improve load times. But not all SSDs are, cr- are created alike. As Cerny points out, quote, I have an SSD in my laptop, and when I want to change from Excel to Word, I can wait 15 seconds. What's built into Sony's next-gen console is something a little more specialized. To demonstrate, Cerny fires up a PlayStation 4 Pro f- playing Spider-Man, a 2018 PlayStation 4 exclusive that he worked on alongside Insomniac Games. he's not just a systems architect. Cerny created arcade classic Marble Madness when he was all of 19 and was heavily involved with the PlayStation and PlayStation 2 franchises like Crash Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon, and Ratchet and & Clank. And Nack. And knack. We don't forget. talk about Nac, Our lord and savior, Nac. There you yeah. go, Facebook group. On the TV, Spidey stands in a small plasm. Cerny presses a button on the controller, initiating a fast-travel interstitial screen. When Spidey reappears in a totally different spot in Manhattan, 15 seconds have elapsed. Then, Cerny does the same thing on a next-gen dev kit connected to a different TV. Parentheses, the dev kit, an early, low-speed version, is concealed in a big silver tower with no visible componentry. End parentheses. What took 15 seconds now takes less than 1. 8 seconds to be exact. That's just one consequence of an SSD There's also the speed with which a world can be rendered And thus the speed with which a character can move through that world Cerny runs a similar two console demonstration This time with the camera moving up one of Midtown's avenues On the original PlayStation 4 The camera moves at about the speed Spidey hits while web swinging Quote No matter how powered up you get as Spider-Man You can never go any faster than this Cerny says Because that's simply how fast we can get the data off the hard drive End quote On the next-gen console, the camera speeds uptown like it's mounted to a fighter jet. Periodically, Cerny pauses the action to prove that the surrounding environment remains perfectly crisp. While the next-gen console will support 8K graphics, TVs that deliver it are few and far between. So
1: we're using a 4K TV. End parentheses. Very few and very far between to the tune of $10,000 to $20,000. And for now, I'm not sure. I I don't know that 8K TVs are going to be... Uh, Anything that's not just like a high-end gimmick thing for like super rich people for Potentially a decade. Yeah, like we're just hitting that point where there there's a saturation point and until the the cloud Infrastructure and everything can support that level of data and we figure out all these net neutrality and all that stuff Yeah, I don't see I I can't imagine us getting an 8k media for movies And if if movies don't have it, I don't think anything else will right like I think UHD 4k blu-rays are probably the end of the line for physical Media, so I don't know. I don't know about this 8K stuff. Okay, and and again, Xbox One, if I remember correctly, already has this capability. Um, I think it's only in beta form, but it is. It, it's there. Okay, Xbox One X. Sure, of course, yes, yes of
0: course. Tim, yes. like I said, a whole bunch more over on Wired. We've given you the bullet points. We've given the salient points for this discussion. What was your reaction reading at this morning?
1: Uh, interest more than anything. Blown away that this is how they decided to get this information out there. Not saying it's a bad thing. Um, just it's a weird thing. It does feel kind of me too. Like hey, we're still here, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the things that they're saying sound kind of they don't add up to me. Where it's just like oh, this is more than just more powerful this is going to fundamentally change the way you play games everything you're describing just sounds like it's more of what I'm used to it doesn't sound like it's changing the way I play games right sure talking about the loading talking about the key
0: question is whether the console adds another layer of sorts to the experiences
1: you already have access to or if it allows for fundamental changes in what a game can be and it's like you know 3d audio to me is not a fundamental change it it is a fundamental change it's a big change but it's like not that's that sentence is way more grandiose than what 3d audio is 3d audio is like oh it's a very nice thing that makes games better, yeah. But doesn't fundamentally change them. Gotcha. Right? Um, I also think that it's weird that PlayStation, like I found this out from PlayStation's Twitter, right? Like they're promoting this as if yeah, this, you know, is this is, the, is debut. the big news. There man. was an image they had that is a unique image that, like the of the PS logo, like all neon, neon, yeah. yeah right? I've seen it's this like one. The, that was a, a unique. um That's an asset from Wired, asset, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So um that stuff's weird to me. Because this isn't the type of exciting information you want to get out there, Um, but they are talking about the cloud stuff. They are pretty much pretty much. This is a statement: we're competing, right? And let me bring in the
0: cloud stuff because I didn't bring that in. Okay, we 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 mentioned, of course. Yeah, they're going to do some kind of streaming blackjack. Actually brings it in his question. Uh, when Sterney was asked about the cloud streaming game services, all he offered was, quote, we are cloud gaming pioneers and our vision should become clear as we head towards launch. Uh, with all the talk of Stadia and Xbox cloud gaming, do you think Sony actually has any plans to match those services or were they caught off guard with how quickly cloud gaming became a reality? Will cloud streaming game services be important enough to shift the next generation of gamers away from Sony? Are there any features that were or weren't mentioned that both of you think blah, blah, blah? We're getting off the topic there. I'm, I'm bringing more about clouding right now. I guess
1: I think clouds be yeah ex- will be extremely important uh, to Sony. I, I it's yet to be known whether or not they're right there with Microsoft and yeah. um, and Google. And you know, truth be told, I don't think they ever can be based on their infrastructure. But good enough is good enough, and I think that they can have something that is good enough. Um, mm. And on top of that, they have their first-party games. And if they, if you have the games, that's what matters. And yeah. Microsoft still hasn't proven that. Still, sure, and I don't think they're anywhere close to proving that, so all PlayStation Five needs to do is be more PlayStation four. That's it. If it tries to do all these other things it's that that's unnecessary. It's like it just needs to succeed as a video game console for video gamers, sure. right, yeah, yeah, and I think that a lot of this stuff is is actually talking to them in a very roundabout way. Getting rid of load times that's that is great, you know like that is a functional thing for people that play games on a daily basis. That would be so nice to have, sure. What does this mean for the cost? Are we getting five hundred ninety-nine US dollars again?
0: We have so many, so many things we keep touching on. Right Uh, before we jump all the way to uh, cost and where we're really breaking this down, Reality Smith writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of the conversation. And says, "Greg, Tim, PlayStation Five details have been revealed." Dot dot dot. In a random wired interview with Mark Cerny. I have so many questions, 8KY. But most of all, doesn't it seem a bit strange PlayStation would reveal this information in an exclusive interview? What's the marketing plan here? After canceling their E3 presence, skipping PSX, starting their state of play videos, they reveal PlayStation 5 details for the first time like this? Am I crazy or does this seem a bit strange? Is there any precedent for this? I can't remember how the PlayStation 3 slash PlayStation 4 details were announced, but I definitely feel like there
1: was more fanfare.
0: Would love to hear your thoughts and thanks for what you're doing, Reality Smith.
1: Surprisingly, this is most similar to the Xbox One X's reveal, where they partnered with Eurogamer. Remember that? And yeah, I like went through yeah, all yeah, the Assassin yeah. stuff. I actually think that this seems underwhelming and not hype and bizarre. But when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because the one thing we didn't give a shit about at the PlayStation 4 reveal event was Mark Cerny standing on stage and talking about all this stuff.
0: Right. It was all very important. It was all very needed. But it that that was the thing, that it was a very dev. This is, a very, this is very much a conversation happening to the developer. Mm-hmm. And that's great, but I don't know if that needs to be promoted to the consumer. Right?
1: Exactly. So I think that this might actually be the right way to to get this information out there. It's just like, a, hey, don't worry. This exists. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Um, well, this, if I can jump yeah. in real quick, sorry.
0: This is the thing we've talked about over and over and over again here, right, is that Microsoft continues to run away with the conversation of what next gen is because mm-hmm. they're talking about it playstation's letting it all happen in a vacuum for them and so yeah to reality smith's point i and your point tim i think this is the best way to do this because if you had mark cerny show up at state of play and for 10 minutes or explain this with a slideshow everyone would just be like what does the fucking box look like well how much is it going to cost where's the game like this isn't something that plays well at an e3 conference or plays well, especially if you have nothing else afterwards mm-hmm. if, if this is, hey we're going to talk about playstation 5 real quick all right see you guys later and walks off stage like Wait, what? That sucks. Why are exactly. you doing that to me? This is, this is. I'm using air quotes if you're not a listener, boring information that like, again, most of this I'm like, mumbo jumbo. It's going to work real great. You can go over to Borzin's uh, post on the kind of funny forum or uh, uh, Reddit on the subreddit right now if you want and read all about like what this means as a techie tech person. But as me, I was like, Games are going to look better, run better, no load times, instant fast travel. That all sounds awesome, but that's a shitty presentation.
1: I'll believe it when I see it. And on top of that, I mean, it sounds like this wire gentleman did see it, but, you know, SSDs are not cheap. However, they are finally, for the first time, affordable. Like, you you can get one terabyte solid state drives in, in the M2 variety, which are like the fast ones, uh, like the fastest ones, Yeah, for 150 bucks for a terabyte, which... You know, you can put that in a machine, but that machine's gonna cost a lot of money then. But like that, you can do that. It's not like it's a thousand dollars, right? Sure. It's not prohibitive, but it's also costly. So I don't know what that's gonna look like because you can't hold too many games on that, especially if they're um if you're constantly downloading new ones and if you're if it's doing all the stuff it's talking about uh, playing the game, but then like uh, running the game, but then also loading the next parts of the game. That's gonna be really taxing on this. On the drive yeah you know is it gonna need multiple drives that's again more costly
0: willie diaz writes in tim touching on your point here how much do you see the playstation 5 going for a launch for the features Cerny laid out in the article, I can't see it being less than four ninety nine. Hopefully, it won't be so much money, but maybe Sony will do a great job illustrating why the new console would presumably cost more than the PlayStation Four did in twenty thirteen. This is the other thing that's going around right now in Reset Era. There's a poll up if you think it's gonna be three ninety nine, four ninety nine, or you have no idea. Uh, some other people were breaking it down. I saw on on Twitter that is like if this was a PC and you're putting all these things in there, you're looking at nine hundred to a thousand dollars. Like obviously. We're talking about tech right now. Not buying in mass quantities. Not uh, you know manufacturing on a scale that will be used be in a year, year and a half before these are actually out, out there. Tim, what are you projecting for day one launch? Materials? The
1: Xbox One X launched at four ninety nine. Uh, you can now get it for three ninety nine, right? Uh huh. I don't know. I don't. It's one of those two numbers. I, it's not six hundred. No, it's just, you just can't. Do I, that.
0: And that's the thing is like I feel like.
1: My money's on four. Yeah, $4.99. My money's on four, $4.99? man. PlayStation can't fuck this up. They they know that. Wait, you mean three ninety nine or you mean four ninety nine? I'm saying three ninety nine. I really oh, yeah. feel like they have to be aggressive about this and get in there at a, a good level because I don't know. Like we're in a just different ballpark now when it comes to the the next gen consoles and what they mean with cloud services and stuff. Like you need it's not about Potentially, and we're talking about a lot of theor- theoretical Dude, things. Fuck here. It. We're out here theoretically, yeah. fuck it! but it's like it's it's not about selling a console that people are going to buy physical games for. It's that and cloud gaming. You need people to be able to just have the thing to be able to pay for the service, right? Uh-huh. The inevitable service that Sony's going to have. That has to be there. Has to be an entry price on that. Unless there's two Playstations as well, you know. Unless they figure out a way that PS4 can also use the the service. Um, a quick question i have for sure. your notes is the ps4 backwards compatibility did they mention that or is yeah. that they, like certainly said it'll be backwards compatibility with playstation 4 okay i missed that i didn't see that at all because the only thing that's like they were playing spider-man but no but mean, yeah he's the I mean, point blank he says yeah back, okay. it'll be backwards compatible playstation 4 that's the biggest news here I think that's bigger than the loading stuff that's bigger than the I mean, it's what
0: we predicted and we've been talking about, right? And again, if you're just joining us, the idea here being, of course, is that PlayStation 4 was the mea culpa. Hey, cell processor on PS3 was a bad decision let's run these things like PC so that from here on out anything made for a PlayStation 4 should theoretically knock on wood be able to run a PlayStation 5 6 7 8 whereas like so many people were like I saw this responding to the article being like what about PlayStation 3 what about PST?" And it's like no that's those nope that's not how the the innards of this machine are gonna work yeah they're gonna work to run PlayStation 4 games because this is gonna be a a beefier PlayStation 4 which all these are just different models of a PC
1: on a box that runs under your TV yeah I don't know. This is it's it's interesting. It's hard to get excited about some of this stuff because it's presented as new, cool tech and information, and it's not. Yeah. Um. And some of it is just like just flashy putting your dick on the table, like 8K output. That's not going to be a thing. So, what, what's well, here the point of he, even you said something interesting
0: in there that I'd like to come back and touch to, and. This is gonna sound goofy and stick with me, right? I know that I I say on this show all the time I'm an Xbox fanboy, right? I want them to do well. I really do think they're poised in a very very interesting uh, mm-hmm. space for next generation. You were used, you know, good enough at to, uh, on this PlayStation thing, right? Of when we're talking, you were talking about your certain things. Do you see? If PlayStation's only option is a four ninety nine box again, mm-hmm. but it is eight K visuals and it is instant loading and it is all this other stuff, but Microsoft's able to come out and say, "Hey, uh, that sounds great," as you said, Tim. We have three D audio. We've had that forever. Uh, the other eight K visuals, we have that if you really want that and do all this
1: stuff. We're instead doubling down on this. You're wrong me about the eight K thing. If if I got that wrong, by the way, I'm pretty sure that it does have the capability in some way.
0: I'm looking through. your So nobody's done it right. Uh, instead, Jonat said Dolby Atmos on Xbox, it's only fifteen dollars for headphones and a surround sound system is free. I don't yeah, know what that
1: means. Sorry. I thought I, I meant to, you I meant have, to say that yeah, I, I it's said clarification whatever. probably yeah, more yeah. than it. if you want to have it in your headphones because that's the thing with the virtual surround sound that works amazingly uh-huh. um again when the games are optimized for it, that's fifteen dollars to have in your headphones. Otherwise you just need the um the right audio setup physically for Atmos to be supported. Cool.
0: Correct. I, I feel like the good enough argument could totally play in Microsoft's favor instead mm-hmm. where it is that cool yeah you have this four. you have a $500 box up there we have a streaming only box for whatever price it's going to be too much yeah right well well i'm not even talking about xbox one s right if you missed this yesterday rumors broke that the xbox one s is going to be over the weekend 250 or whatever well I, gary showed me the article yesterday on whoever's our gotcha. oh, site that the streaming box for X, xbox one s streaming only digital whatever they're calling it, edition it will be the rumor is 250 and it's like that's 50 less than a real xbox one and like what the fuck why, why no this needs to be i thought it was gonna be like 100, $100 150 yeah. you know what i mean i think microsoft can move in it, it with a streaming only xbox one whatever next generation thing and be like Cool. It's good enough. It does all this stuff. It you know blah blah blah. We here's our twelve developers, first parties. Here's what they're working on. Here's Halo Infinite. But I feel like there's ground to make up there that for Xbox could be good enough. Again, with all the services they built. Again, with Game Pass. Again, with all the pro gamer moves Microsoft has made. And Phil Spencer's team has made. I really do feel like this isn't setting up to be like. Five hundred ninety-nine us dollars like it was with playstation 3 yeah. but is setting up in a way that it seems like playstation's marching with traditional no now our Xbox is beefier and you're gonna pay more for it but you're gonna like it because you've already enjoyed it where xbox is like hey the xbox one s all digital version which by the time we get to xbox four whatever you want to call the next xbox when we get there it's going to be hey the xbox one s digital version is 150 is 200 mm-hmm. is yeah you know I mean like the prices have come down and we have an entry point for you if you want good enough and you don't
1: mind a load of time my devil's advocate to that point because see, I, I agree I agree with you f- uh, for the most part there. I just think that that's never been Sony's MO and let's look back to the PS4 Pro versus the Xbox One X, right? Yeah. It wasn't PlayStation's move to be like, we're going to have all the flops and we're going to have sure. this thing be super fucking pricey and like we're trying to be that high-end thing. I still don't think that that's going to be their place. I don't think PlayStation's going to try to come in and be like, we have the best, strongest system. I okay. think that Xbox will always try to have that. Okay, right? I think that that's still going to be their, their place even if they have something lower. Um, and then on the other side, I think that and that's where I think that I can see them squeezing into that $400 price point sure. as opposed to the 500 Although 500 totally realistic. And there is a high likelihood, right? It's a probably 50-50 for me. Um, but the bigger thing is a lot of the things that Xbox has on them that they've been planning for, more so that they've been talking about, Yeah, I think is a snap of the fingers of Sony to just figure out. Right? Okay. And it's not like there hasn't been a long enough of us knowing what Xbox is planning that... Sony can't react to that in whatever way pivot now. we'll yeah, exactly or just double down on what they were doing That they just weren't talking about sure, which I think is the most likely thing Games pass happened It's happening. It's gonna continue to happen if Sony's not Figuring that out if they haven't already figured it out. Yeah, I, I just I don't know anything about video games Then like that's something that they must be doing and I it, think that we've seen <sighs> it with their little changes with PlayStation now Being able to download the games to the consoles. That's that just came and go came and went right yeah
0: but they they didn't make a big bullet point out of it they yeah. had to do it. and again yeah they're to, working you, on stuff to the article's point to cerny's quote right we are cloud gaming pioneers and our vision should become clear as we head towards launch they have a lot of time they have a lot of yep. runway in front of them and it is that yeah they bought Gaikai, and they have improved playstation mm-hmm. now and they've done all these things that really they just need to turn the corner of playstation now and beat the drum like xbox beats it for game pass and then start picking up you assume exclusive deals
1: with third parties that yep your day your game
0: is day and date
1: digit. i mean that that'd be nice and cool and all but guess what God of War, Spider Man, Last of Us, Horizon, Detroit. It's on you know PlayStation Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Mm -hmm. that's all they have to do. You know, it's like Disney Plus, right? Sure. It's like cool, Netflix has been killing it. If Disney Plus comes in, it's like all of a sudden people are way more excited for the Mandalorian than they are for, you know, it's all the boys I loved before. Sorry, Joey. Oh damn. Bada bing.
0: Uh, You asked for some clarification on this 8K stuff. I'm reading it as we go. Cry Scott says, Tim, you're right about 8K. Quote, that GPU is capable of ray tracing a high performance graphical technique with some incredible results. As you expect, the console will also support 8K displays. But as you... Is that about PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, Kebab says Xbox One X is the first console to support HDMI 2.1, which allows for 8K. Yeah. But from what I can tell, no game service has taken advantage of it yet.
1: Exactly. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, look, we're look already these buzzwords, ray tracing, and uh, the 8K output. It's like they're they're already there. That's already a, a thing that tech has. And these the graphic cards and um, CPUs. It's like, okay, yeah, they're better than Xbox One best because it's Xbox One came out two years ago now. Or I, that feels right. Yeah, you know how I'm. Year with time. and a half, whatever it is, like. Like duh, <laughs> the next year's system is going to be better than last year's system, right? Um, but again, it is very exciting. I like the idea that there's still a physical disc drive. Um, backwards. Well, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Like I feel like,
0: I mean, like the, I thought that that's crazy if somebody thought it was it wasn't. I think it's interesting that this makes it seem like not interesting. I guess because this. Hold on, Ignacio Rojas had written in. It was going to be the first question, but we got away from it. Do all these announcements come as a surprise to you? That it's not just a half-step upgrade, backwards compatibility confirmed, SSD, or not not all digital? Or does this make you more or less excited for the future? For me personally, like, the majority of this is exact. If I had to sit there and predict, I would have predicted this, right? Not, like, I would have been, like, greater visuals. God, I don't know any of that crap, right? I would have been, like, better load times. I would have been, like, yeah, it's going to have a disk drive. We're not there. If anything, maybe, they- I I I... I- I still think it's a bold claim and hope that Xbox has two versions, one that doesn't have a disk drive, the one that is just streaming in digital. We'll see if that's actually a reality. Oh, or if it's going to be. I there, hope so. And, and
1: PlayStation going to have that as well. It might not be at launch, but there's going to be a PlayStation TV something when they have their streaming service figured out. Like, yeah. I really feel like it's an inevitability of what next generation is going to be, given the fact that cloud streaming and all this is a thing. With Google entering the race like this, it's like, no, there's everyone's going to enter in some way in their own different way. Nintendo, they're doing their own thing. But it's the same way where I think it's a foregone conclusion that Nintendo's going to have a Switch revision that is the portable cheaper version that like might not have detachable joy-cons. Like it's just it's going to happen, guys. Like yeah. it's just a matter of when and how, right? And at what price point. But th- this stuff here, it's like it simultaneously makes me really excited and like, whatever, I'm just as excited as I always was. Well, it's, it's like, exciting. this is what I needed to hear.
0: At the very least, it's exciting because we're talking about Next Generation and PlayStation yeah. 5. And now it's, what is it going to look like? What is it going to be called? All these different things. What is it going to be like when they go toe-to-toe with Microsoft?
1: The irony, though, is that this stuff makes me more excited because I'm like, that's all I need from a PlayStation 5. is just give me an Xbox One X beefed up that lets me play God of War 2. I'm sold. I don't need a way that's fundamentally changing the way I play video games. That's the Wii. You know, that's connect. It was cool, man. That's all this shit. That I'm like, I don't, I'm, that's not what I'm looking for. It's like, I'm looking for the PlayStation 5. Something that I've now for five generations known to mean something, right? Sure. Um, I'm looking and, for
0: instantaneous fast travel. Because well, right now my problem with the fast travels are they're not long enough for me to really get into Twitter. You know what I mean? Like they're long enough for me to get the phone and open it up and go to Twitter, and then it's I'm like, fuck, I'm there. Why did well, I even open my so phone? Weird but I'm between. not there. Then otherwise, they just stand there looking like a moron staring at the screen. Got to talk problem, to my wife. Talk to Pratilla. God forbid. What
1: you're saying about like what you expect from next generation, uh, I agree with everything you said except for the load times. I don't think there's ever been a generation that I'm like, oh man, load times are going to be better because as games get bigger, load times get bigger, and like we've seen that, right? Pish posh. I mean yes But
0: it's game by game Where I think Loads are faster now Than they were back in the day Well not like cartridge based stuff Obviously I mean that's like the PS thing. One, Like PS1 Like when I was playing Fucking Smackdown Yeah
1: you know And I mean I had to wait forever For shit to load in I mean, the way I the like game... I have to wait Forever for Spider-Man The like... way the
0: games hide stuff now In terms of like You know when you're Cutting Like it, what? Uh... No I'm not even gonna say it. But like I wanna say Whatever Well the games are really good About loading in the entire level Or something On certain games Narrative yeah, games yeah. Something like that You know what I mean Or like when I'm going Between rocks and a wall That's when they're hiding the load and stuff like that
1: i would argue certain games are really good most games aren't but there are exceptions and there always has been but i the fact that they are focusing on loading being a key feature i think is really talking to gamers i don't think it's talking to the mainstream i don't think they give a fuck about of course that not, no. um but, I'm, but I'm, like the, th- gamers are the
0: one who's gonna buy this thing on that's day good one.
1: for me man okay you don't think load times are better now over but in a median average than they were on ps2 no I think that game for game, it really depends. The bigger the games get, it's just different loading. My experience loading GTA 5 compared to GTA 3, no difference. And wasn't In there fact, like, GTA 3 might have been faster.
0: Well, yeah, either way, I do remember every time you fucking boot those games up, the giant load. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: that's Rockstar. They know what they're doing. You know what I mean? They should just hang it up. They should. Number two on the Roper Report. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 has a release date and some details I'm reading from the press release. On July 19th, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series returns for the first time in 10 years, and it's only available on the Nintendo Switch system. In Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order game, you'll assemble your ultimate team of Marvel superheroes from a huge cast, including the Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, and X-Men, among many others. While iconic characters like Iron Man, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Hulk, and Captain America are back, newly announced... Announced heroes like Black Panther, Deadpool, Spider-Gwen, and Doctor Strange are also joining the action, each with individual abilities or special moves. In this new story, superheroes unite in a race across iconic locations in the Marvel Universe to find the Infinity Stones before Thanos and the Black Order use them to unleash cosmic chaos. Up to four people can play together in local or online co-op, with the ability to drop in and out anytime. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3: The Black Order will hit stores and Nintendo eShop on Nintendo Switch on July 19th at a suggested retail
1: price of sixty bucks. You excited still? I am. I, I definitely want to see more actual gameplay. Uh, we saw a little bit in the Nintendo. Direct that happens uh, back in February, I think, but um, I, I hope that this is great and not just good. Um, and I, I think it's more likely to be good than great. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I Marvel Ultimate Alliance was such a cool moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and in the X Men, obviously Apocalypse and all those games, Legends X Men Legends. Yeah,
1: I hope this one turns out to be awesome that we all enjoy playing it and stuff. Yeah, it's just you know it's a different time like yeah. that. That video games meant something different. License games totally, meant something different totally, then, and, and totally. especially Marvel meant something different then. Like that was just like such a cool. Hey, nerds, this is for you. Nerds, you know what I mean? You, get to, play, you get to play as these you characters that like no one else knows. But now you look at the, the cover of this game, and it's like, you know, I feel like most people... I'd be able to show Gia this, and she'd be able to name 90% of the people on the cover. 100%. Like, that's crazy, right?
0: That's my hope, is I feel like if it can nail what ultimate alliance was before right of this weird action rpg you run around beat shit up like diablo but with superheroes and all that stuff on the go ready to get like i hope that's a game jen and i can play right just chill out on the couch and fuck around around a plane or whatever but yeah i'm hoping for the best with it who knows Number three, GameStop is introducing a new program called Guarantee to Love It. This is from gamer who had a leaked photo, it looked like, of a, a thing sent out to GameStop managers. Basically, it reads like this. GameStop to launch Guaranteed to Love It program. If you return the game within 48 hours of the game's launch, you get your money back in the form of trade-in credit. The first game is Days Gone because this is not for everything. It's going to be like specific. Uh, this game, you're guaranteed to love it. Days Gone is the first game. If you hate it, you can bring it back with 48 hours and get $59.99 in trade in credit here we go tim we've yeah. been wondering how will gamestop Acts continue to fight, the fight. Yeah. <laughs> all the blockbuster things from back in the day here we go what do you think of this one uh, the ability here to, uh, 48 hours to see if you actually like the game i
1: I almost don't even want to get into my opinion on this because every time I do, people get really mad at me. But it's like, I'm a firm believer. Welcome to Games Daily. I know, I know. but like I Or the am, internet, a, I should say. I'm a firm believer that it's like, you should not be able to return entertainment. You should not be able to go to a movie theater and not like a movie and get a refund. I, I, that's just my stance. I know I am in the minority and people disagree. But like, it's ridiculous to me. But I know people want to. And GameStop's going to be like, you know what? We got to figure out a way for us to... Trade have trade in value means something in twenty nineteen. So yeah,
0: yeah. It's I've never been one for the movies. The, what you're saying with the movies. Now, granted, different investment, both in time and financial, right? So I, that's maybe the argument in terms of it being less of a risk or whatever. And that's why sixty dollars means more. So if I want it, if I don't like the game, blah blah blah. I'm with you on the movie thing, the game thing as well. I don't think I. I don't think I ever. I only returned broken games. Like right, like I bought Superman sixty four and that fucking sucked. But I fucking held on to it because well, I did this, and maybe it was at the time the policy mm-hmm. of it. It's interesting to see them try this out, not for everything. You know what I mean? Where it does, it's similar to what we've talked about. Where or I don't think you are on those shows, but as we've wrestled with, what can GameStop do to stay relevant as the digital future keeps coming, as Amazon keeps growing. We've talked more and more about them trying to become more of a hub for like, okay, it is like your comic shop, but it Mm -hmm. is your game shop, even though it's not local per se, right? It is a chain, but it is for locals that love games. This is an interesting idea of kind of a book club, right? Kind of an Oprah book club. And granted, it's GameStop, so is this all just promotional materials? And is it all a deal with Sony and yada, yada, yada? But in general, the fact if there is a curated somewhere, there is a curated thing that, you know what? You're guaranteed to love this game. Days gone. Come on, try it. Come back in and talk about it. You know, blah, blah, trade, in if you want to, yeah. but it is an interesting is thing. Such,
1: such lofty, lofty hopes for humanity.
0: I know, I know, and that's not what it is. But it is. I, I'd like to imagine. Yeah, at GameStop, they're actually sitting there, going like what is a game people are guaranteed to love they're going to preview events and doing it it's probably not that. it's what AAA game can we get people to buy from us instead of somebody else yeah right? we can exactly. probably look at the uh, releases coming throughout the year and be like that's going to be a guaranteed to love a game because they know get, a lot people of people love,
1: are love it and, just, it and they're going to take longer than 48 hours animal crossing
0: is probably guaranteed to love it right, <laughs> right? let's get it another and stuff like yeah. that yeah yeah uh insult, man hey you got to do it you got to get out there you got to fight you got to adapt
1: stuff. you got to change and
0: We'll see. We will see, ladies and gentlemen. Number four. Here's another pack of lunch one. This is a long one. That, again, if you have a Wall Street Journal subscription, like I do now, you should go over and read. Uh, Sony is cracking down on sexually explicit content in games. This is from No, Hold on. Takashi. Mochizuki. I put the hyphens in there, and it might have even screwed me up worse, but I'm trying. You know what You're I mean? Trying, dude. Uh trying, over the Wall Street Journal. As you know, ladies and gentlemen from listening to this show, we've talked about it before. Sony, in this quiet argument, or quiet war, I would have said for a while, of, hey, wait, why is the Devil May Cry 5 edition censored? Why Why is there uh, a, a streak of white light over that girl's butt during this? And why mm-hmm. is this happening but not on Xbox? And so on and so forth. Uh... Takashi over at Wall Street Journal actually went and got some answers in a lengthy report that I'm going to read lengthy portions of, but there's far more over there if you want to go read it. Sony's new in-house standards that limit sexually explicit content distinguish it from other game hardware makers that allow a greater amount of content as long as the software carries a rating from a national industry body. A Sony spokeswoman confirmed the company has established its own guidelines, quote, so that creators can offer well-balanced content on the platform, end quote, and gaming does not inhibit the sound growth and development of young people. She declined to say when these guidelines were introduced or discuss them in detail. The Wall Street Journal interviewed more than a dozen developers and executives in the U.S., Europe, and Japan at software companies that provide games for PlayStation 4. They confirmed Sony's new rules and some expressed dismay that their creativity could be hindered. They asked not to be identified because of non-disclosure contracts with Sony and fears about the impact of future business with Sony. I'm going
1: to identify them. Japan.
0: Well, That that comes up later on. Sony officials and executives at the company have grown concerned that its global reputation could take a hit from sexually explicit content sold only in a few markets. One of their biggest concerns is software sold in the company's home market of Japan which traditionally has had more tolerance for near nudity and images of young women who might appear underage two factors last year combined to turn the unease into action the sony officials say one was the rise of the hashtag movement in the u.s which pointed to the dangers of being associated with content that some might see as demeaning to women the second was the emergence of channels on sites like YouTube and Amazon.com Inc.'s Twitch, where gamers play in front of a camera and are watched by fans online. That means games meeting Japan's laxer standards can get worldwide exposure. Sony is concerned that the company could become the target of legal and social action, a Sony official in the U.S. said. Matthew Johnson, director of education at Canada-based nonprofit profit Media Smarts, said Sony's move was reasonable given the influence game content can have on players in real life. It's, quote, similar to a TV network deciding what is appropriate to air in terms of violence, profanity, and sexuality, Mr. Johnson said. Nintendo said it doesn't regulate sexual content beyond, beyond requiring game makers to obtain a, right or a rating from national bodies. It said its game systems allow parents to restrict content based on the rating. Microsoft declined to comment. In one game called Nora, Princess of Stray Cat Heart, available mainly in Japan, the PlayStation 4 version used white rays to cover up parts of a female character's body. On other platforms, the game doesn't feature that cover-up. The game in Japan is rated for players 17 years old or older. Uh, The game's developer, a company called Harukeze, didn't comment for requests. Didn't didn't respond to request for comments. Some Japan-based software executives uh, also have complained that they have been required to communicate in English because Sony's global game business is based in California, even though the parent company is in Tokyo. Is Tokyo-based. Other software executives object to the lack of written guidelines from Sony. Quote. You don't know what they will say until you complete the work and submit it for review, said the chief executive of a small game developer in Japan. And if they are not happy, even if they allowed the same degree of sexuality a few days before, we need to take it back and ask our staff to make adjustments. That's very costly. End quote. Yeah. So there's more in this article, like I was saying, talk about they go and talk to somebody like, you know, they're basically saying take your niche somewhere else in terms of visual novels and what we've seen before. Uh, they have more comments from people who are uh, upset with the change and so on and so forth. Tim, where do you come down on this?
1: I was interested uh, hearing you read this on whether or not, or not Japan had uh generalized ratings mm-hmm. system. Uh, just because I didn't know. They do. Uh, it's the CERO that like if you've seen, if you if you see it, you'll be like, oh, I've seen that before for sure. Um, it's very similar to the one the ESRB yeah, that, yeah. that we have. Um, but it does definitely pretty quickly go up into some more. Dangerous territory. Okay, uh, I would there's say. not just AO. Yeah, no. Then it, it, like, there's there's a lot more. Like, then there's like a lot of weird like statistical sampling. I don't know what all that is, but um, you know, censorship is going to be a huge conversation forever, right? And when you look at different cultures and how they they deal with stuff, it's going to only get more complicated and and more difficult to even talk about, I think, Um, because there will always be the people that are upset and the people that are fighting against it. Right. Sure. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of interesting points being brought up of the game now no longer being this Japan only thing because of things like YouTube and Twitch and all that who's responsible for that Sony seems to think they are um, and they're worried about they going, don't want their it brand legal, associated with this yeah right? they're yeah, going to yeah. get in some legal trouble um, and and I wonder why they don't want their brand associated with it is it just the legal stuff or are they also taking a stance of like hey this is we don't want to be associated with that at all
0: I think it's 100% public uh, 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 perception yeah. I think it's that they don't want someone streaming a Very risque game with risque graphics and this child, or it looks like this girl's under 17 or 18 or whatever. And that pops up on Twitch where somebody's Mm -hmm. playing it and a bunch of kids are watching it and then that gets broken out. I mean, how many times do we see a Twitch clip with no context get broken out into like, this is this big thing. Yeah, And you know how people are, especially when you get up to the mainstream networks, it isn't that... Well, this is a game made by Capcom, uh, you know. Blah blah. blah. Or this is a, this is this is a game made by developer X, published by De- publisher X. It's no, this game is on PlayStation. Here's whoever playing it on PlayStation. and You see a naked titty, and now we have a giant problem. Yeah. I think that's it. Especially as PlayStation has again w- won the hearts and minds out there, right? With a gajillion units moved and you know, whatever, ninety million uh, install base down all these mm-hmm. different things. Like now that they're the top dog and the runaway success, I think they're worried about being mainstream again and worrying. Well, about it's interesting
1: that that. Sony America is top dog, right? Sure. Another great like point. That, I yeah. think that's the, the crazy I thing. I thought Just, that was the interesting
0: know. thing here, right? Of like some Japan-based uh, software executives have complained that they have been, you know, required to communicate in English because I know that, that that's a recent change. We've mm-hmm. talked about that on Games Daily when they moved the gaming headquarters to officially... SIE. Uh, yeah, SIE, yeah, SIE instead of being over in Japan. Yeah. Which, you know, we weren't sure if that actually had ramifications, but
1: clearly we're it does starting to see them on. Yeah, the English thing, that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. what What are your thoughts on it? It's... It's such a slippery censorship is such a slippery
0: slope where I think that yeah, there's plenty of times where you I've played games that are ports from Japan and you're like, well, she's how old and why is she dressed like that and what's going on like that's fucked up and blah blah, but then you go to the other thing and I'm I'm talking out my ass here because I didn't play the game, but I watched the clips was the girl, you know, what I'm talking about in Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. Was that girl underage? underage. Oh, no. No, Right. And so like censoring her butt crack was like, really? Like it wasn't like that was a dramatic butt crack. That was just her naked in a a moment of uh, uh, getting carried out because she was
1: knocked out or whatever. Yeah. Her butt crack being there unnecessary. Totally. And it, it, it being censored. It's I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's like my stance on it is what does it matter? If the censorship isn't like dramatically affecting the content, then it it really shouldn't affect anybody, right? Like, yeah. if you want to see a butt, there's many ways for you to see butts, right? Um, and in, in the, in so in the sense, a. Uh, exactly. But in the <laughs> sense of Devil May Cry 5, playing on Xbox One, which I did, I saw the butt. If I didn't see the butt, it would have been totally fine. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been totally the same. There's other people that care maybe a bit more strongly than I do. Sure. Um, the other way. And that's fine. And I, I know that there are visual novel games that are focused on the butts. You know, focused on that stuff in a way the Devil May Cry isn't. So, I just think that they they do need to have a unira- unilateral decision on how they handle these situations because but it's it probably will with art, right? Everything. That it's gonna have
0: it's gonna be blurring lines all the time. Where I feel like it's just so hard to knock it into one thing. So it's like no buts at all. But then what if I want a but? And like are you, like would they publish Heavy Rain or how would they censor Heavy Rain? Because there was like that. You know, we fucked Madison. We fucked Madison. Everybody, all right? Yeah, and that was like sexy and hot. But she was, you know, she was a lady of the right age. Like, would they publish that anymore or is that too far? You know, I mean, where where is Sony lines? And not yeah, to mention that, again, it's Sony's line. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to do, like, it's, you know, the, the uh, Johnson bringing up the fact that it's like a TV network. Like, great example, right? Like, yeah, you are, you have choices. It's not a monopoly. You can go play on Xbox and get and see all the butts you want. But, yeah. thing, you know, eventually do you hear from creators that don't want to work with PlayStation? Because, like, would it, you know, if David Cage was making Heavy Rain right now and they got to that scene or whatever would PlayStation be like, you got to dramatically edit this. And then David Cage would be like, oh, I don't
1: like that. You Because know, he has a French accent. He does, yeah. He'd be all about it. I don't know. That's a interesting question. But I guess maybe the, you can still be unilateral and still look at things case by case, yeah. right? Where it's like there, there's clear guidelines. Um, and I, the unilateral thing could be like, we're at least going to ask a question of why, right? That could be the guideline. And then you go into that and have the, the conversation of – what what it's adding or what it's doing what the point of it is um but yeah i don't know and again the underage things complicated even more so by the fact that japan has different rules about consent and age so what we say is underage is not underage to them sure of course
0: uh lord of as he always does points out something very interesting econofunny.com slash you're wrong they've actually removed the censorship from devil may craft five I, cool. I googled du- Dual Shockers has an article here Devil May Cry 5's newest update has removed partial nudis- nudity censorship from the PS4 version in the United States <laughs> Devil May Cry 5 in the US has the, uh, Europe has not received the change this is as of the writing in April or whatever
1: so enjoy your right. butt you know what I mean? well there you go that, like, that's my thing it's slippery need.
0: slope of like well clearly this ass shouldn't be censored and it's like well wait why is the ass being censored and somebody's like alright you know what you made an ass out of you and me let's put the ass back ah. in there put
1: the ass back in there baby woo Bumping that ass on the ground.
0: Uh, number five. That's not the lyrics. That song. I hear so many songs that talk about asses. This bumping that ass to the ground is what I came up. With. I don't even. I don't know what song that could have been. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, now now that I have the wrong. I'll get it to, uh, eventually. I'm gonna was have it a moment. Shake that by Akon and Eminem. I so, think right? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Nah, now that's in my head. Maybe it was.
1: There's a uh, bouncing that uh, ass uh, uh, to the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowman
0: in the ground. Show. That ass for me. me. shake Shake that that, uh, ass hang on uh, come on bear shake it there he goes number five and finally on the Roper Report Natsume is announcing an indie program Uh, I don't need to go into. we've gone long we're having a hell of a show here Natsume incorporated worldwide developer and publisher of family oriented video games today announced the creation of its Natsume indie program which partners the company with independent developers around the world to introduce creative innovative games to a wider audience Uh, Natsume's first title under the brand is Cosmic Defenders it's currently being developed in Tokyo by developer, fiery squirrel. Uh not to so me. Old school. Mm-hmm. No, I guess that's not right. Uh, they've been around forever and yeah. their local dust, obviously burling game they've been around forever you and they throw that. a baller christmas party every year that i've only gone to once my first year at ign it's <laughs> a wonder if you ever heard the story of how i made an ass out of myself meeting dan shu that was the time mm. but Natsume may have been around forever it's interesting to see as we talk about uh not only gamestop evolving video games evolving uh i, I would say a very traditional japanese video game developer evolving right mm-hmm. where it is like all right cool let's get into this indie scene let's help you know uh, bring up smaller games as we continue to work on harvest boom. moon people exactly and real okay. fishing and all that jazz Mm. so hey just a cool thing they're doing there tim yes i'm excited to see what's going on with the cosmic defenders you know there's gonna be more leading up to e3 apparently very exciting but that's still so far away
1: cosmic defenders
0: yeah that's the game we're talking about from... The, Got
1: it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I want to know more media information, like, say, what came to the Mama Grop shops, where would it go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show Host each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. yeah. You and Nick are wearing the same shirt.
1: Hell yeah, we are,
0: dude. Kindoffunny.com slash I'm wearing my old one that's faded so much it looks like it. It looks like it. There you go. Uh, before we get into that, I'm going to give you uh, the uh, sponsors. <laughs> Today, we're brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. This simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, (coughs) you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get a custom notification for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Kind of Funny Games Daily a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at games.robinhood.com. That's games.robinhood.com. Next sponsor, Third Love. Mm -hmm. If you have breasts, you're going to need a bra. That's That's where our sponsor, Third Love, comes in. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for the perfect fit and premium feel more sizes than any other brands third love offers more than 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes you can skip the trip to find your fit with third love's online fit finder order and try it on at home no more awkward fitting room experiences uh the fit finder quiz i keep talking about you just answer a few answer a few simple questions and you find the perfect fit in 60 seconds uh it's got 100 percent satisfaction fit guarantee as well every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it and put it to the test and if you don't love it return it and third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need Joey loves it. Joey loves it. Jen loves it. G loves it. Everybody's using these bras. I'm jealous. Maybe I should start wearing one. Fit stylists are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. And there's a billion bras you get on there and get. They got straps that won't slip and labels that won't itch because there's no labels or mm, Uh, Third key. Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com games now to find your perfect fitting bra. You can get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com games for 15% off today, today, today. Out today, the excellent Adventure has returned to ARC along with Giant Bunnies. Wow. So if you're an Ark player, go over there. It's the fourth time that's happened. Congratulations. <laughs> Easter, Easter's come to <laughs> Arc. Uh, World War Z is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. I liked that one a lot at Preview Event at GDC when I played it on PC. Excited to play it on PlayStation 4 today and see if they screwed up the console version. I hope they didn't because I liked what I played. Eternity, the last unicorn, is on Xbox One. Ghost Giant is on PlayStation 4. Heaven's Vault is on PlayStation 4, PC, and Mac. Path? is on PlayStation 4 My Time at Portia is on PlayStation 4 Xbox One and Switch NO 1800 is on PC Table of Tales The Crooked Crown is on PlayStation 4 Dark Quest 2 is on PlayStation 4 Final Fantasy 10 slash 10 2 HD Xbox One and Switch Hell yeah Have you played those? Not yet Tanks Meets Zombies well, is on Switch as well I know, what you, mean. Those I know consoles what you mean Did
1: you say My Time at Porty? Portia? Portia Oh. It did sound like 40, though. Um, and also, I just got a press release. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Toad <laughs> Treasure Tracker Special Edition DLC is out now.
0: I'm the best! New dates for you. Fell Seal Arbiter's Mark launches on April 30th on PC, PS4, and P- Xbox One. Heaven's... Vo- oh, that's, uh, I already did that one. Technosphere Reload is coming to Steam on May 15th. Two Point Hospitals Superbug Initiative launches April 30th. Glamour Spell, the fifth Pendulous Swing episode hits Steam May 16th. Then, Capcom is getting its own home arcade little system that is the Capcom... Lo- Have you seen this thing? Yeah. Capcom logo is the, the like console and then it's got two joysticks into it and the button's on it. Uh, it's October 25th in the UK for 229.99 euros Uh, North America later no price yet Uh,
1: 229?
0: yeah throw down in Street Fighter 2 take to the skies in pro gear and slice through alien hives in first official release of Alien vs Predator Uh, it's got Sanwa parts in 16 games you can find out more at Capcomhomearcade.com.
1: here's the thing this thing is super awesome super cool looking that price is ridiculous I kinda get it but also don't get it at all this lineup fine But, like, not what I think people would be expecting from a Capcom NES classic. Okay. Yeah. So, I, know, uh, I
0: mean, I know nothing about the arcade things. Is, is the fact that it's got the Sanwa parts, is that the reasoning, maybe? Probably. Is that, like, that's, like, really cool arcade parts?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, this looks awesome. It looks uh, awesome. But it's definitely one of those things where I'm like, all right, well, due to licensing, you don't have any of the Versus games. So mm. that's an issue. Gotcha.
0: Uh, and then, I think we might have said this before, but I wanted to make sure we had it again. Xbox uh, E3 2019's briefing will be Sunday, June 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Time. time, time. Tim? hmm It's time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in. To patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Anthony needs help on Apex Legends on PlayStation 4. His username is anthony12307. Why does he need help? Just want to get some wins with some KFBFs. I love playing Apex, and Andy's streams inspire me to be better. Well, there. Go play Apex Legends with Anthony on PlayStation 4. Hit him up with the PSN name anthony One Two Three. Zero seven. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. We ask you to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtubecom kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe. Lord of Pones simplifies the Sarah w- w- uh, rating, saying they have five age classifications A is for all ages, B is for 12 and over, C is for 15 and over, D is for 17 and over, Z is for 18 and over. <sighs> uh, 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 I think I'm losing control That's it, we're done
1: Yay, we did pretty good
0: Yeah, well we cracked it as we went We asked the questions as we went Thank you ladies and gentlemen Remember this is Kind of Funny Games Daily Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about If you like that, consider going to patreon.com Slash kindoffunnygames and kicking us a few bucks Of course, like us on YouTube Like us on Rooster Teeth Download our podcast wherever podcasts are found Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's the lineup for the rest of the week tomorrow fran and tim i yeah. assume you want fran to build it
1: oh that'd be awesome
0: uh thursday <laughs> is actually gonna be fran and andrea i'm listening to kevin Coelho's sage like advice and since i'm landing at like 8 a.m from la probably shouldn't run in and do games daily and then two other shows in the afternoon mm-hmm. so it'll be fran and andrea and then friday greg and tim we're back Woo! until next time ladies and gentlemen it's been our pleasure to serve you